0: Richie, how's it going?
1: Hey, everything is going really good. Really excited now to be joining you in this podcast. Thank you again for the invitation. I'm really glad.
0: I'm really really happy to have you. It's awesome to be able to do this type of thing with you. So, Richie, I'm calling. I'm going to call you Richie. I'm not going to be professional today. It's going to be like <laughs> I call you normally. Um, I wanted to invite you in this podcast to discuss about many different things. Um, I want to talk to you about. Well, I want to talk about you as a rider, everything that you're up to, some of the horses you have in the stable, but perhaps also a very interesting thing to talk about would be Zangasada, Argentina, and kind of your background and how you landed in the sport. So I'll let you give the introduction to yourself, and then we'll continue.
1: Okay, perfect. So, well, as you know, I'm Richie for my friends, and then I'm Richard. Um. So I was born in Argentina. Uh, as most of the people know, I come from a Western family. My mom, uh, she's Marlene Melchior. She is a sister from Julian Melchior. So then that's why we are linked to Sangre Side. Um, when my parents they met, my my father he was a really good. Um a really good customer, a really good client from Leon Melchior, my grandfather, and then they decided to do so many business together that they decided to open up a student book in Argentina. And then my grandfather sent uh, my mom to Argentina. And since then, she never came back. So uh, then the love story started. And that's also how I came up. <laughs> um, so I've been writing all my life. So when I was 16, I moved already to to Holland because I wanted to continue to grow in this sport. You know, Argentina, we have everything we need. I also have my family, my student book. I was doing really good, but by the age of 15, I already had, I already jumped at the Argentinian championships. I did like everything I had to do over there already. So I I thought it was the moment for me to go out step and, you know, continue to grow and challenge myself. Um, as you know, we both are quite ambitious. (laughs) Uh, So then I decided to leave Argentina behind and start here in Holland. Um, I've been a year working with Rob Ahrens. In that year, I I won the Global Future Championship from Balkans Bar and it was my first Young Riders competition, which was really fun. Then, OK, I've been showing a lot and, and doing a lot of competitions. But afterwards, uh, I had to come back to Argentina due to the selection for the Tokyo Olympic Games. Um, but then due to COVID, I had to stay uh, there because then COVID started and then it got a little bit messy. Um, and after a couple of months that I've been in Argentina, I came back again to Europe to do some Nations Cup. At that moment, I was part of the Argentinian team on the road to Tokyo and it was really, really good back at then. <laughs> I think it was the highlight of my career for so far. Um, I did a few Nations Cup, I did a Sunshine Tour Nations Cup where I was clear, then I did a Gorla Minore that I had one down and I was clear on the second round, uh, which was also pretty good. Then we went to Prague uh, where I was also clear in the Nations Cup. So. It's been really nice, uh, that moment of my life. I think I focused mostly everything uh, for the Olympic Games. Um, but then, yeah, due to some other reasons, like political reasons and and some technical issues that uh, got us, like, by the end of the road to Tokyo, uh, left us out from the team. But, okay, I think, like, that objective had made me grow so, so much, uh, which was great for my career. Like, if I would not have been, uh, in the Argentinian team, I wouldn't have like the same exposure. Maybe I didn't have like push myself to go to these Nations Cups and I really challenged myself. So I think it was a really highlight of my career, which I'm really happy. Uh, but OK, unfortunately, I didn't go to go to Tokyo. And since then, that I started to focus mostly on getting my business stronger here in the Netherlands. I flew over a couple of young ones uh, from Argentina, one of the best we had uh, at Side. Um, and that's how I started my business here. Now, um, I have some couple of horses for competition, of course, but then, then I have also a couple of young ones and whenever like the young ones are good and ready back in Argentina, the best ones, they get to come here and get sold because here we have a little more of exposure, like the business is better and there's more opportunity. So that's more or less like my small link to Side and what I'm doing here in the Netherlands.
0: No, that's super exciting. You do have some amazing, you know, opportunities with the horses that you can really have in the stable. Who would you say is the horse of a lifetime so far?
1: So I must say I have Contiki. That's like my horse of a lifetime so far. I think now he's 16, but he's a horse that pulled me over to jump the big, big level, and I have like achieved so many things with him. Uh he's really competitive. He's total fighter. We are together already like for six years. Then I have Hilana that she's the one who pulled me over to jump the, the big big stuff, you know, make me do the nation's cup and everything. But I think ontiti still uh gets the horse of a lifetime <laughs> title. That's
0: super, that's super, that's super. How many how many horses do you think do you have in training? Um and what is the what is the business model for you? Because so oh, uh, first up, how many horses do you currently have in training with you?
1: So nowadays I have eight horses. Um, I have I have four for competition, and then the other six are young ones in development. Of course, like in those other six, I also get to compete on show and everything, right? But they are doing some young uh, horses classes, and I hope this year I have two eight years old out of those six that I hope they will stand up. And stood up to the big level uh, already, so those are two really exciting and a nice prospect to keep an eye on. <laughs> and so that's what I have eight now. And as business plan, well, uh, as you might have heard, I'm gonna start university by September. So um, I'm, I'm now in the plan of reducing a little bit my amount of horses. I want, I would like to say around five horses. Then. Keep the really, really special ones—the ones that I will be able to do the sport and continue in the high level—and maybe have a fifth one to continue to sell. You know, to to have incomes coming in and continue to live a little bit out of that, and then focus on my on my studies. Uh, and for sure afterwards, at the end, it's only three years. I'm gonna go back again, full with the horses, and make my stable a so little bit bigger for sure.
0: Super, 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 super exciting. I'm. Um, Talking a little bit about about sales, um, you learned a lot, surely from your father. Conversation that we had the other day. What would you say is the most important uh, factor that you learned from him, and from oh. the whole of long Of
1: course, of course. I mean, um, my father he was really special person. Like. He had a mindset that anyone else had. He was also super ambitious and he had like a great vicious vision from the world. Really um, one step forwards comparing to every other human living. <laughs> uh, so from him, I think one of the biggest lessons that I had is never to give up. Like my father would always say um, that no can be a maybe and maybe can be a yes. And if you want to achieve something, you just need to dream it really, really, really intense and work hard until you get it. Because some, somehow, if you really want it, it's nothing that will keep you uh, away from achieving that. So for sure, that's something that I keep with me every day.
0: No, oh, That's amazing. And that, that resonates a lot with me. You know how difficult it can be in business. You know how difficult <laughs> it's been for me to get this business on the ground. And it's super exciting to hear that from you um, and supporting everything that we do. So, okay. So For you sure you can that, say that
1: out of your yeah. business. Uh, start-up, Tell me about maybe.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. So you're going to Maastricht University?
1: Yes, I got accepted to Maastricht. So that's the plan. Well,
0: congratulations <laughs> on that. Super exciting. What exactly are you going to be uh, studying? And how do you think you're going to be able to one balance studies courses because that's going to be a huge challenge. I'm sure it's going to be harder to do that than to actually go to uni. And on <laughs> the other hand, how do you believe university and studying business and understanding business will help you in the development of a strong riding career and a strong equestrian business?
1: Oh, I get that. Of course, of course. I mean, as an entrepreneurship myself, I really like to, you know, entrepreneur and bring prospect and and projects and everything so I think study is going to be like a really good uh, link to my life and it's going to help me develop a lot as a person so um, as I told you my plan is to reduce a little bit my amount of horses they around four or five horses I have four that I don't want to sell so those I'm going to keep and then always having one to continue to to sell um, and then yeah so as having five, I also have a, a good team. I have a groom that she also flats work a little bit. I need to go to uni um three times a week. So it's not so much. I need to exist for eight hours uh in the whole week. So it's not a lot. So I'm going to be able, I think, to manage to go, I think, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. And then I will leave always Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So then I also be able to show and. And continue to compete. So the whole idea is to focus mostly on on, on the studies, which I believe that is going to make, like, you know, now I'm going to study economics and business economics, because that's like my weakness now, nowadays. And I want to get that really strong. Uh, and then on the second year, I'm going to swap into international business, I need to give some extra courses. And then that will be more focused also in marketing, in uh, management and a little bit more the world that I'm involved in, you know, that I will be able maybe to to apply all these that I've been studying in my own business, um, you know. So I think you know, as you know, as an entrepreneur, uh, the Western world is full of opportunities. There is a lot of gaps. I think that things could get better, and at the end, there is a lot of money involved as well. So I think if I'm gonna be smart enough. I will be able to make a lot of money out of it if I get to do some business in between. So I think that the whole preparation in university will bring me my the, um, the eye, you know, to put the innovation on the sport and get to create incomes.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we, we, we will end up starting a company together one day, innovating on, on whatever field of the question market. Let's see, let's see what taters we get on that one. Um, So that's that's very, very interesting. I feel like university, we were having that debate the other day, right? In my case, for example, I dropped out of uni because I just couldn't be bothered to finish. And I feel like everybody has a different learning uh, approach. Like the same with the question, right? Everyone has a different way of learning and, and of getting to their goals. And I think that if for you, it's, it's going to uni and achieving that, it's really, 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 well. it's really exciting. I feel like innovation is also super interesting because it gets people to think in a different way and solve problems. And us being young people, we don't have yet the experience to say, which allows us to take things from a fresh and new perspective, which allows us to solve problems in a different way and sometimes lead to really, really, really interesting opportunities. So that's super, super, super cool. Um, in terms of of, course, of, of business course. itself in terms of business itself, where would you say your interest lies within the sport? Would you say you're really interested about, you know, F one performance, you're really interested about you know, what type of business, field or part of the industry, segment of the industry is the most appealing to you?
1: So, you know, myself, I focus mostly on on, on, the, on my performance on the arena, being like to compete in everything. Um, as you said, you know, studies, I think are really important for anyways to open up your mind, to get to know more about the business field. As you said, it's not about getting the title or finishing your bachelor, but like to, to gain the Absolutely. experience you know, to gain the the studies and knowledge in order to put it at the end. You know, it's going to be your brain, your creativity put into your own to whatever you want. So I think that's really important. And I, I hope it's going to develop myself more into a businessman. <laughs> so um, in the future, I mean, of course, I would like to get more uh, better and stronger my the, my dealing uh, feel uh, oh. of, you know, buying horses, selling horses, uh, growing my networking. Um, I think anyways, there's a lot of things that maybe are interested in to get involved. Maybe, you know, in auctions or biggers, you know, something bigger than only selling one horse or two or three or four or five horse a year, you know. I would yeah. like to maybe aim into a large business where... You know it's still like everything in developed, but for sure uh, we are gonna be able like to to be smart enough to find which is a gap that we could fill in with my creativity and, and the knowledge you, if
0: you want me to give you if you want me to give you a very interesting business model where you're gonna be challenged where you're gonna have to talk to a lot of people try to figure out your way start a neck market. marketplace <laughs> it is a real creativity like it, it's.
1: It's a you challenge. know it.
0: You, you know. Healthy. You know it. You can tell it about is. it. Oh God! But it's so so much fun, eh? Um. So you're already wearing so many hats with being a rider, being the friends of many people, being involved in like a so much stuff. What is? What would you say? So far, has been your role in the supportive bridal? Because you have you have been supportive and. You don't have an exact title, but for example, considering the operation we've been putting together on Saturday, what do you, what do you think of, of the overall thing from a very, very honest perspective? Don't say anything to please me. I don't care about that. It's more about what do you think of the tool that we're bringing to the industry right now and how do you think that can bring value?
1: As you know, you know I always believed in your project. I always believed in Bridal. So since the start, I've been a little bit involved with you. Uh, I always been there up to trying like to be able to be helpful or you know as you said I don't have a proper title in bridal but for sure that we've been uh working together since some time already so i, I must say that I believe in bridal itself because it's gonna get to develop the question world into a more uh, moderated and more modern uh prospect and plan for uh, as a business uh course, of course, you know, um, because you know the the whole the whole market comes first from an old generation, and nowadays you know it's an old sport and it was always done by nobles and princes. So the whole uh, business model that the question world has, there is a gap that I think you are there to fill it in, uh, as bridal itself, you know, to get into everything more in uh, digital ways to bring transparency, you know. Now the really big names they manage so much money and there is like a lot of commissions there's a lot of money that they that, that, that you don't know where it's going there's sketchy deals uh, and I think that you as bridal could bring so much innovation a lot of simplicity for the people protection itself and I think that something is that's gonna develop a lot the the whole equestrian world because there's also a lot of sketchy things happening that maybe uh my ethical or our ethical would not look at it in a right way. So I believe the bridal could could be a great thing on the future. And I think that if I I'm able to help even by so little that I do or that I used to do, it's gonna help me also be part of the future, you know? So that's why I I, I like to, to work with you to gain the the innovation that you bring to the question world. And maybe get to know all these things better, you know. Uh, I consider you're such a smart woman. And therefore, you know, you're going (laughs) to... I will also learn a lot from you. So, yeah, that's
0: why
1: I think that you will be really smart also myself to stick with you and try to bring some value as well.
0: You know what they say, Richard, your network is your network.
1: (laughs) (laughs) True, true.
0: I think, I think that a lot, of, a lot of what we're building is taking time to grow. And some people in the market have were quite skeptical at the beginning. You know, It's like, oh, what is this girl trying to do? You know, starting a digital f marketplace. And believe it or not, some of the biggest players want to work with us. Some of them, not all of them, some just still look at me like you're crazy. But most, most people that have an understanding of the digital approaches to business, people that are on social media, people that are experiencing international sales and see the bullshit, literally the bullshit, that's the right word that happens in deals, understand what I want to do. And when you, when I pitch them the long-term vision, when I say, Hey, to them, like you could have an app where you can find horses, pay and be secure, you know, organize the transport, the trial riders, everything that is happening in a deal. They are like, Oh shit. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I've been trying to tell you for months and months and months and people start <laughs> to look at it now, but I still think that we have it a, a good period in front of us before it becomes this mainstream way of selling horses. But trust me, I'm very, very sure that we're going to find our right spot in the market and that what we're building is going to be very big simply because we're in advance to what's you know, done right now and being, surrounding ourselves by people like you and by young influencers in the market. and by people that know what they're doing i think it's going to be a it's going to be a, a big move <laughs> <Of course. laughs> but um but you i know, think it's going to be it's, a,
1: it's already going on look at the blooming of diva as well like everybody yeah. knows about it and it's going so well so it's How not do like... you know about it i mean it's a bloom in the question world isn't it
0: <laughs> yeah it's 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 yeah I think, I think that, you know, when it comes to horses, it's about references. It's about, I still believe that we're going to be the crossing point between technology and human interaction. There's still going to be a trial rider that goes. There's still going to be the person that goes to the horse. We're not changing the business model per se. We're, not, we're making it better. We're not removing the dealers that want to work with you. Tomorrow you bring me a client who works together. But we're removing the bullshit from the deal. I was talking to a girl when I was in Sunshine Tour. And she was telling me, uh, my horse is probably sold. I'm selling it for a hundred, but I think the total price that they're selling it for is two hundred and fifty thousand. It's like there's a hundred and fifty thousand euros of commission on a horse that's jumping one meter forty five. Like, how is that yeah. even a thing? Is the only market or and it or cannot or like
1: work it cannot work. <laughs> True.
0: Where things like that happen, you know?
1: You know, it cannot work well, anyways for for the people who is buying the horse. Like they are buying a horse for a certain price when they believe that it's you know it's so wrong itself. So I think that's why I believe the bridle could bring a lot of good things to this equestrian world that we are all part of. In you know,
0: for sure. Tell us a little bit about the horses that you have to sell right now, because I think that can be quite interesting. Like horse by horse. Do you have in the barn that's to sell without giving a price tag or anything? Just present it quickly and, and you know tell us a little bit more about that.
1: So properly from my eight horses nowadays, I have two that I'm looking uh, after selling right now. The rest could wait maybe a little bit more. Maybe Contij, as you heard about it, he's gonna get retired. So now I'm I'm focusing on these two horses. First, I have a five-year-old Siciliano set that is out of Camblin that comes from Olympic looks, where horse said, jumped at a lot of World Cups and Nations Cup with Shane Breen uh, and also big stuff with my father, which is, yeah, pretty good. And then by Alnok itself, he already done uh, all Sunshine Tour. He was clear all the way. He, he was his first show ever in Sunshine Tour and he got to do six clears, six, he was even clear on the, on the finals which was huge and he has a lot of uh, potential for, for the future i think he's a great horse he's top careful um he has a lot of scope and yeah then he's continued to develop he's still green of course but he's a nice horse then i have platonica set that she's eight this year she already done uh, some one big 140 classes last year and this year, I hope that she'll get to jump rankings and continue to do good. So she's out of Pilgrim and Chaco Blue, also really good uh, breeding lines. <laughs> so yeah, those are the two horses that I'm focusing a little bit on on selling right now. Then I have some others that I would like to keep a little bit longer. Uh, in those, I have a five-year-old out of Chelano Alpha and Ratina Gamma. it's His name is Clooney. So... He already did some really small shows, but okay. Now he was on holiday. So he's uh, catching up again on work and getting back on road. And then the rest is pretty okay. <laughs> so that's a little bit okay. what I have uh, on on my cell
0: <laughs> Not that's super exciting. Those two horses are definitely very interesting opportunities. And I feel like for anyone buying horses with us or with you, they are priced really, really well. The results are great. Like the overall, I, I'm a big fan of Platonica just because we got to drink a coffee with her, and that's the day I fell in love <laughs> with the man. But uh, but I feel like I feel like it's definitely an exciting and exciting thing. What is so okay? We spoke, spoke about business. We spoke about sales. On a sports level, you want to get to the summit, right? You want to get to the top level. What is your focus in terms of reaching that goal? How do you think you can reach it? What does it look like? What's the off
1: to them game for you i mean for me to continue to do my sport career of course i need to be sometimes a little bit selfish as me as a writer um and then keep maybe the business apart you no know, sometimes i think for me to get to the top top level i need to find a balance in between selling all the horses or in between keeping one and developing one and trusting and believing in that horse in order to reach that level you know so I think that's important, mostly like to, to put goals in, in your life, to set like uh, different things that you want to achieve and then step by step go through that, uh, at least. For me, that's how it's been working, you know, always setting goals uh, short term and long term. And that also allowed me you know, to continue to do every step on my career and continue to grow. I think it was really important um, in this whole business. and. Prospect that we have, I think for me it's quite important, you know, I'm, I'm being myself uh, independent, I'm getting to manage everything out of my business, but of course I have the support of my mom, uh, so that's a great thing uh, that I think in order to make everything work and get me to the top of the level, I think I will have to sell some horses. And make money out of that, but I have, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I have the support of my mom and my family. That in any case, I will be able to hold on the really good horses and hold on to them until to the top, you know. So it's not that I'm that I have the pressure of owners or or of money that I need to sell right now, uh, or that I need to to decide on someone else's opinion. So I think that's gonna be a great thing and. And by the time, yeah, you know, continue to be showing all the time and getting on road and, you know, being there, it's already a lot.
0: No, I totally, I totally agree with that. And I think that's already pretty brilliant. One last question to you today, um, just to wrap it up very nicely. I think you're taking part in a program right now, which is covering all the different aspects of you becoming that top athlete while getting the brain to be that strong business plan, I mean, the brain. You already have the brain but I'm getting the skills <laughs> and the understanding and the theory. Uh, I'm talking of the of the campus of Aachen. Could you share a little bit about that experience, what it brings you as a writer on a theoretical level, um, kind of a, a general overview of what happens in that program and yes. Yeah.
1: I mean it's great. I must, I will be honest with you, it's, it's great. I've already been part of a few academies uh, but now I'm part of Chio Aken Academy that I was uh, really lucky to get selected uh, as a writer from South America. That also allowed me to show in Aken itself uh, on the Young Writers Competition that that was like a dream come true to, to jump in Aken, uh, which was really good. But then, you know, these academies, they are so well prepared. We have not only courses of writing, now we ride and we are coach coach uh, with Just Lansing that we have trainings. Once a month, that we go from Monday to Wednesday, and then we sleep there. They take care of, of of the horses, and okay, we take care of the horses, but they bring like the shavings, the straw. They pay the costs and everything, and then um, we have trainings. Uh, we can bring two horses. Normally, we spend the whole morning training with Jos Lansing, which is a great, great trainer. You know, he's a legend himself. So to be able to to incorporate knowledge from him, it's already a great thing but afterwards we also have some uh different courses and we have a lot of lectures from all different fields that are still related to the sport not only on the arena or jumping which is really really interesting we have a social media uh, we have social media lessons we have media lessons we had nutrition lessons we have a lot of uh, works out itself to build ourselves like stronger we go to a clinic uh, every month also to check on our progress and how we continue to develop, uh, which is great. Then we also have like um, we also had uh, networking courses about how we should like get ourselves with sponsors, with uh, owners, with yeah investors. Uh, So it was, it was really, really interesting as well. We have some courses of the training of the horse and which is the stamina, you know, to make, to make a proper plan of everything. So I think, you know, all these uh, different courses of all the different fields that maybe we don't see only on the arena, uh, the, they, all these things, you know, are the things who make up at the end, the whole, uh. The whole world of success, you know, it's not only your results on the arena, but the whole management behind. And I think this course has been like crazy, crazy good for me to continue to learn, to continue to grow. Um And yeah, I mean, I had the chance to to be here in Chio Arken. Uh, The whole program is a, a year long. So I started last year in September and now I have... Um, uh, in a couple of weeks, I will have my last training in Aachen, which is very sad. But I think I come, I walk out of Aachen already as a different person. I learned a lot. I met a lot of incredible people, and I think I'm gonna take with me um, everything and and all these things are gonna build me as a sportman as well. No,
0: that's super exciting. I'm I'm super excited for you. I'm kind of like a you know. Hearing from the richie behind the scenes and I'm <laughs> Love super, super, happy that, super happy that you get to, to achieve all of that and um, let's wrap up with this Richard so we have plenty of other stuff to talk about in the next time we, <laughs> we record an episode and uh and we'll be in touch thank you so much for, hey, for joining me no
1: thanks you thanks you this has been a pleasure and I'm happy that you have me here hosted as a as a speaker
0: <laughs> no for sure anytime Richard take care of yourself I speak to you soon uh, Yeah,
1: for sure. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care.